some kind of bird but I couldn't think of a single kind of bird I put myself on the spot I, I spent two minutes that probably more like five I spent five minutes mentally preparing myself to talk it, to myself alone in a, in a room in a basement it's it's strange how shy I get about just sitting here talking to myself it's like what's gonna come out it's like that fear of it's why I go so long without meditating and when I don't do it for a while I'm like oh shit that's like the absolute last thing I want to do because it forces you to sit alone with your thoughts and feelings and that is some horrifying shit it's scary, but once you do it, I think you're better for it. I can't speak for you, but I can say for myself, I'm better for it. I've been thinking a lot about sitting alone with your thoughts and feelings and emotions and allowing yourself to feel them without judgment so that they can flow through you and pass naturally. I was, <laughs> I read my friend Keith's Facebook status if you've never seen Keith Marcel, he's a super hilarious Knoxville comic. Honestly, one of the best. So fun to watch. And his Facebook statuses are deep as shit. Like, <laughs> he pops up at the very top of my feed every time because I, I don't know, Facebook sucks, but it just knows that I come, I show up for Keith's statuses. They're great. They're either, like, really silly or, like, really deep and about mental health and it just really resonates with me because I spent so long I still do it fuck I'll probably be working on not doing it my whole life but if you spend enough time allowing yourself to accept the uncomfortable feelings and thoughts that come up you can separate yourself from them and realize oh these are not who I am they are not me they do not define me it's just it's like brain vomit our brains are just like fucking with us all the time silly brains and we just have to be like no 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 I'm gonna go drink some juice <laughs> I did drink juice this morning because I had oranges I don't have much else I'm gonna be eating beans and rice for the next god my roommate's so nice she keeps she lets me eat her produce when it's about to go bad so I I get to eat some sweet potatoes today. This is sad. <laughs> like, this is really sad. I'm fine. I'm fine. At Sunday, on Sunday at church, I told my grandma, you know, people tell you like at church, people will be like, you're getting so skinny. I'm like, <laughs> don't eat. <laughs> I do. I do eat. I eat what I can. But yeah, it's still pretty broke. So it's just like you kind of are forced to eat healthy 
And so my grandma gave me 10 bucks. She was like, go to cookout. And I did. I went to cookout and I got two pieces of grilled chicken and Cajun fries. The chicken I had, I wrapped it in lettuce. Oh shit, what's that sound? God was like, Rowan, nobody wants to hear about what your cookout order. Nobody cares. And I'm so happy I just went and turned off the little AC unit because sometimes I forget to do that and then I listen back to the episode and I'm like, fuck, no turning back now. So that's off now. Uh, yeah, I guess if you're dying to know, I got two pieces of grilled chicken, wrapped it in lettuce with tomato and just drenched it in cookout sauce. So good. So good. I I ate it like a monster. I'm not, I'm not kidding you. I when I'm really hungry, I just eat like an absolute monster. Like n- minimal chewing. I just inhale it and then I slept for three hours. My body was like protein and then I just slept and I had anxiety dreams about setting up for a show for three hours of anxiety dreams and then we did the show last night and it was great. That was our trailhead show. We had Good Cop, Rad Cop from Chattanooga that y'all... If you don't know who that is, go look them up. They're going to be on TV and shit. They're so freaking funny. And I have had one of the, not only are they funny, but they also just are good musicians. So it's pleasant to listen to. But I've had one of their songs stuck in my head all day. I've been singing it. It's called Truck Jeans Beer Truck. Got a truck. I got jeans. It's a truck jeans beer situation. So go look that up. It's on YouTube and it's my new favorite song. It's all good. I I was going to say I'm slowly realizing that I might have terrible taste in music. <laughs> when I was younger, the, when I would get to be DJ, the reaction, people would be like, oh, yeah, good song. Yeah, I love this one. And now anytime I get to pick the music, the general consensus is more like, oh, Rowan. So I don't know when things shifted. I don't know when everybody else's music taste started to suck shit. But it's happened. And I don't care I guess like I have to like pretend like I don't care until I truly don't care I'm sorry I just don't understand why nobody else likes Matchbox 20 why does nobody else love Taylor Swift I mean some people do some people do boys don't my boyfriend doesn't want me to play Taylor Swift all the time and that's his issue to deal with his music he's probably gonna listen to this and I'm going to be like, up until he listens, I'm going to be like, oh, I hope Aaron doesn't think I'm being a bully on my podcast. And then later he'll message me and he'll be like, good episode. And I'll be like, he didn't break up with me yet. It's like <laughs> the process of, of every time I, I make fun of him. And then he is such a cool person that he realizes, oh, it's it's just comedy it's just jokes that Rowan thinks that I listen to sad emo boy music and to be honest I like it that he listens to that kind of music I don't like the kind that's like ah guitars guitars drums that shit's crazy it gives me a headache but I like his like sweet coffee shop music I think that's nice I think it's nice that he listens to that all around nice person love him to death 
this is getting weird. I'm just like talking about how much I like my boyfriend's music. I should also talk about how much I like his uh, little curly hair. I do every time I see a little blonde curly headed baby out and about I get teary because <laughs> like, I I see my future baby with those same every time I see a curly blonde headed baby I want to steal it I'm like that ah that kid belongs to me I'll be taking him thank you so much my baby fever is bad as ever good as ever it's like terrifying how much I want to have a child because <laughs> I, it's hard, I guess I believe in manifesting, I do, I'm, I'm totally a skeptic, wow, this, this is, this is tangent, tangent and a tangent, but that's okay, it's what happens when I hit my Delta 8 pin before I do this third tangent, we're just digging, we're just digging, man, but yeah, I try to manifest money so that I can have a baby, that's the point, it's like, it's crazy to think about ever. I mean, I can barely support my two cats and my dog. And I want to give a child a good life. So I know I'm not there yet. But God, I want one so bad. I mean, this is this is uh, kind of judgmental or, or just not, not my highest self thinking this. But fucking poor people do that shit all the time. They pop out six and those kids make it. Most of them, except the ones that don't, but I guess I would rather be able to send my child to Montessori school because I am a giant asshole. <laughs> it's like I started doing all of the asshole things all at once. Wow, that was a weird sentence. Like, I started, okay, so first I started, well, forever ago I stopped eating gluten because I truly have an allergy, and then I started doing yoga then I started juicing, I fucking tarot and crystals and just all the asshole things and it's, I don't advertise this about myself, but at the same time I feel like my personality advertises it for me. That's okay, it's, it's okay that I like those things, but I can still have some self-awareness about the fact that it, it's probably likely complete and total bullshit but I can talk to rocks and that's that's just a fact that actually that fact really upset my ex-boyfriend and <laughs> probably my my current boyfriend they they don't like that I think I can communicate with stones just put that out there they don't like it they don't think it's cute they don't think it's hot they don't think it's sexy and I don't give a shit I when I hold a nice stone in my hand it speaks to me and that is because I have done a lot of drugs in my life so I usually don't smoke weed before I do this podcast I don't smoke weed during the day I and maybe I don't know I'm just I try I'm just trying stuff out it's like that's maybe not a forever thing I think it's because it keeps me to, to stay sober during the day keeps me focused I I'm awake I'm able to get more stuff done and then when I tell jokes that night I I remember stuff better I don't blank I have this deep fear of blanking even though I 
it's only happened once or twice, but it really, it's, it's terrifying to me to, to be on stage and to forget all the words ever in the world. (laughs) It's like you get up there and like I said, this has only happened once or twice, but everything goes away. And you know, honestly, that hasn't happened in years. So it just, I guess it just traumatized me to the point of I over practice and overanalyze and like just really put too much pressure on myself. And so somebody gave me advice recently to just kind of have faith and know that I'm funny and I've got jokes. So even if I do happen to blank on the set I planned, it doesn't matter. I can just pull something out of my ass. I can just probably talk and and people might like it because I'm a funny person. I just forget that about myself. And so yesterday I took that advice before the show and I actually even smoked a little bit of weed uh, and I just took all the pressure off myself. I was like, you know what? If you bomb, if you eat shit, what like what then are you going to be a worse person are you going to is anything bad gonna no nothing nothing no pressure no stakes just have fun and that's it's so stupid but I keep when I meet new comics I I don't want to just act like I know what I'm talking about because I don't I've only been doing this you know two and a half years and a year like three years a year of it was pandemic so I I don't know shit and I I love to hear advice from people that have been doing comedy for 10 plus years but when I do see like these new open micers the advice I want to give them is the advice that I want to give myself that I'm still trying to incorporate into the way that I do comedy which is just (laughs) have fun like that's why you do this just have fun be silly and don't put so much pressure on yourself and if you can do that while still working and being responsible show up on time be pleasant to work with be kind keep writing don't stop writing like work hard but don't fucking kill yourself doing it just like chill out have a good time you know what I mean man I don't know everything everything's different for different people but that's that's what I like to do I want to just easy breezy beautiful cover girl you know what I mean cover girl is what I'm about to be buying soon because that's all I'm gonna be able to afford I'm I'm so low on my makeup that I buy that I've used for two and a half years now is Glow. It's just GLO. I have the liquid for those heavy duty situations, but day to day I just put a little bit of powder on because I have a lot of scarring from years of cystic acne and it just makes me feel a little bit more confident to cover that up a little bit. I don't always, but if I've got a show or if I'm going out, I'll... I'll put a little bit of that on, but right now I'm at the point of it being so low. And those that the compact is like 60 bucks. So I'm not going to be purchasing this again anytime soon, but the it's the first kind of makeup I found that I'm so I have sensitive skin, oily skin, my pores get clogged easily and it's it's very gentle. It doesn't break me out and I really love it and it's to the point of where I'm I'm so low on it that I'm you know, you take the end of your makeup brush and you crush it up like cocaine. That's where we're at, folks. I am snorting makeup. I'm juicing moldy oranges. <laughs> I did 
I didn't tell you that. One of the oranges was moldy. I didn't juice that one. The other one was green. But look, listen, it... I think that sometimes oranges are just green. I, I I googled it and the internet said sometimes oranges are green. So and then I juiced it and I drank the juice this morning and I feel actually I feel a little bit funny. <laughs> Fuck no I I think I just feel funny because I need to eat and I'm gonna go eat some rice for lunch here soon. And just go outside and enjoy the sunshine. Take a day. I have a day where I don't really have anything I have to do. And that's amazing. Those days are the best. I We have, we're doing, you're not going to hear this before this happens. But I'll tell you anyway, we're doing like a pop-up mic. And we did it. Why can't I form, just make it through one thought, just make it through one thought, front to back, you can do this, Rowan. So we had a yard show in my backyard like a few days ago, and it was awesome, and yesterday my roommate and I were like, let's do another little pop-up show in the backyard, so we're just like the two of us basically, I doubt anyone will show up, maybe a couple people, we're just gonna have like a workshop night where we kind of tell jokes to each other we neither of us have gotten to try out new stuff in a while and it's so fun to fuck around it's so fun to fuck around it's so fun to just be silly and to not care (laughs) about you know other just like to not care about other people's reactions or what other people are thinking about you in comedy and in life in general so yeah we're gonna fuck around in the backyard tomorrow night she hasn't ever thrown football with me so I might I might be able to do a little convincing. And then tomorrow I've got a show at Maple Hall Bowling. We love to bowl. I hope that I get to bowl when I'm there. I don't know what the deal with that is. I've never really been there, but this is a Jen Snyder show. And if you've never seen her before, she's, geez, I, I wasn't talking good into the mic. I'm just fucking everything up today. It's okay. It's going to be, this is going to be a great episode. You're going to love it. I'm probably going to wrap up soon. I, sometimes when I start these, I have a note, a note list. I've got a, I get a little note list of things to talk about, but all I've done for like over a week is do comedy shows and I don't really, there's nothing else on my mind I need to go do some yoga I haven't done any yoga today I went like a week without doing it but then when I was doing so many shows I was like fuck man I've got to start doing this again and then I did and I was like holy shit why did I ever stop it's so weird how the stuff that makes us feel the best we forsake <laughs> that was dramatic but but it's true I mean the, there's jeez Ugh, am I about to get deep? Maybe let me like hit my Delta 8 pin. Anyway, there's so much, so much infinite potential living inside of us. And so many good, great, bountiful things right in front of us. All you gotta do is... That was a squeegee sound of you got to squeegee your eyeballs, squeegee your eyeballs, see the beauty around you, tap into your inner power 
and live your goddamn truth. Just get out, whatever it is. It doesn't even matter. It could be like shrinky dinks. You could just be like, I just want to like make shrinky dinks. Somebody out there is going to love that for you. It's not me, fucking weirdo. But you know, that if that's what floats your boat, maybe it's making artisan toasts. That actually is a secret dream of mine that also lives in my business partner, Emily Kirsten. (laughs) We're both passionate about fancy toasts. There's so much you can do. I didn't mean to yell at you. There's so much you can do with a piece of toast and a heart full of love. (laughs) Sounds like... Gonna like just jizz on a piece of toast. This is my love toast. This is <laughs> this is great. This is what I'm gonna do for Aaron for Valentine's Day. Is this where we stop? I feel like my voice was not as soothing today. I'm in a I'm in a very silly mood, and I didn't do my good sleep podcast voice the whole time. So if you were trying to use this episode to fall asleep, fuck off. <laughs> this is. This is great. Thank you guys so much for listening to the end. I've got like 22 of you listening now. I'm sorry that this episode took a minute to get out into the world. I've I've been busy uh, and had a pocket of time today. And so here we are. So I appreciate you deeply. If you had fun and enjoyed this episode, you'd probably like a good comedy show. So follow at Tiny Stage Comedy on Instagram and come to our shows June 30th at Central Cinema. That's going to be a free show. It's just a closed mic. So it's local comics trying out new materials. That's fun. But then July 6th, we've got an amazing headliner. That's a ticketed show. Uh, Boris Kaiken, which Emily pronounced his name differently so I really should get my shit together with how to pronounce his last name that might not be the right way but he's hilarious you can find the ticket link to that on our Instagram in the bio it's gonna be a great show that's July 6th if I didn't say that Central Cinema and comment rate subscribe to this podcast tell your friends all those good things And this isn't a show, so I don't have to tell you to get home safely. But if you are out and about, get home safely. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you next week.